Oh boy, here we go on a Wednesday. You hear the music, you know what time it is. It's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Standing by in the studio, just itching to talk with us, realty expert John Brodine. We'll talk with him right after this. Life, with its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage, to the I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy, to the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life, your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you, for life. All right, and we are back. Realty expert John Brodine in the house. Just itching to talk to uh, talk with me, right? Yeah, just oh, itching. Yeah. Uh, how you been? Good, good. How good, are you? Good, good. Um, you're going on another trip. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. So where are you going? Tulum, Mexico. Oh, so, uh, that's a spot we really like. Okay, you're not bringing the kid? No. Oh, no. grandma just, and grandpa. Just us two. Grandma and grandpa. Hey, they're, they're perfect. The, both grandma and grandpas are splitting the duties. So. Oh, okay, okay. Just yep. gone for like a week. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're leaving on Sunday, coming back uh, on Saturday. Okay. So. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's up? Do you go to the tanning bed before oh yeah I'll have <laughs> i thought so <laughs> yeah am i hey, looking I a little better thing. than usual yeah you do what? you do yeah. you don't look yeah you look you don't look so pale <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to blind anybody out on the beach and yeah. i also don't want to get sunburned on the first oh day i know yeah. yeah uh right now I, I'm, I'm so white i'm blue i mean <laughs> yeah it's kind of nice though it's nice and warm and oh yeah I, yeah I don't mind it i mean it's been so nice out lately but oh, if I know. it's frigid cold outside sometimes you kind of look forward to going yeah. in there for a little bit and then uh on your flight home you'll get the cold yeah you know? yep. um, I noticed Dale, the producer, is wearing shorts today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeepers. You this kidding has got to be the warmest February, late oh, yeah. January. Just shattering remember. records. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not yeah. surprised. Um, all last week, I think just about every day, we set a new record. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, let's talk about some realty stuff here. And, and we have heard this numerous times, especially talking with you about being house poor. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and you're going to explain this a little more, and your people are going to go, oh, that's yeah. what that means. But. How do you not be house poor? And let's explain house poor. Yeah, so you don't want to uh, max things out where you're just spending way too much of your monthly income every month on your house payment, and you don't have enough left over to save. You're you're scraping to get by, buying the necessities and everything. Um, so there are some rules of thumb here. It's not just you know some people just don't don't really know where to start with mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to personal finance guys. There's a ton of them, a uh, bunch of them on YouTube. There's like a there's a guy named Humphrey Yang that I like on YouTube. He makes great videos. Uh, you know, Dave Ramsey's classic. Mm-hmm. Some of his stuff has become a little bit outdated because what he says is to spend no more than 25% of your um, income mm-hmm. when you're buying a house, which that part if you're not in an expensive area as possible, but he says put it on a 15 year loan. Yeah, so yeah. that's great advice if you if you have a high income. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah, that's great fantastic. advice if you're Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be Dave Ramsey to be able no, to follow I that. Know. But if you're on the yep. higher end of the income and you live in an inexpensive area, sure, you can totally pull that off, and it's wonderful. Like you're you're going to be so set up financially if you can do that. Oh yeah, your cost of living is yeah. huge though. You know. Yep, you're going to have you know you you keep that payment under 25, percent so you're not getting too stressed out about your payment and you're also going to have it paid off so much faster save Mm -hmm. so much money on interest so i like that train of thought if you're high income if you're the average person out there you know a general rule of thumb is spending no more than 30 percent of your monthly income on your house payment um and you know 
I know that's not possible in some of the more expensive areas in the country or if you're very low income. But, um, you know, here it's possible for a lot of people. It's not mm -hmm. possible for everybody, but that's a good place to start. Um, and it's far different from what the bank is going to pre-approve you for. So the way that the bank pre-approves you is they're going to look at your debt-to-income ratio. They're going to – so you're going to take your um, monthly uh, before-tax household income – and you're going to take that, if you have no debt, you're going to take it times 0.43. And that's going to show you the maximum payment that you can afford according to the bank. Okay. This is like your max, max. Okay. Including taxes, insurance, uh, HOA fees if you're buying a townhome or something. Sure, sure. Um, private mortgage insurance, everything. Mm -hmm. So that helps you figure out what the absolute max payment is going to be. They're going to look for some mortgage programs vary a little bit, but I mean... Um, you know, there's some that go a little higher, like 45, but, and I'm not a lender. I should say that, you know, so right. this is, this is, I'm just regurgitating information. I've been told by lenders. Mm -hmm. If you want to actually get pre-approved and figure out what you qualify for, talk to a local lender. If you want a list of local lenders, I can give that to you. Um, but so they're going to look at 43, a 43% debt to income ratio. Um, that's what they want to see. Now, if you've got a $500 car payment, you take that. So you take your monthly household income times 0.43 and then you would subtract from that number your $500 a month car payment that's what you'd be able to afford if you have some debts you know let's say you got a $500 a month car payment and you've got a $500 a month student loan payment mm -hmm. you subtract that from that number that you get after you take your income times 0.43 oh, okay so that's how the bank figures out how much you can afford but um that's that's going to be high you're going to you know you can if you max out what the bank's going to give you I, I think that's maybe biting off a little more you can right. than you can chew. Yeah, you still um, got to live. Yep. And of course, <laughs> with the exceptions being if you're very low income mm -hmm. or if you are living in such an expensive area where you can't hardly get a shack for a million bucks. Right, right. You know, that's there's going to be exceptions. So what I'd like to do is walk people through some scenarios at some different income levels of what, okay. what this actually looks like. Cause right now, so the way I did this is we're looking at a 30 year loan term. We're looking at putting 5% down. We're looking at an interest rate of 6.625%. Um, private mortgage insurance is going to be included in the payment that I'm giving. And I just used a mortgage calculator to come up with these payments. Um, property taxes here are roughly going to be 1.62% of the, um, of the value of the home. Yep. And this is with no specials. And this is also with the person having no debt. So if you do, if you want to factor this for yourself, you would just take whatever this is and subtract the debt from it. Okay. The debt payment. And that would help you figure it out. Use a mortgage calculator. I'm not a big fan of Zillow, but yeah, Mil yeah, Zillow yeah. does have a great mortgage calculator. I okay. use it all the time. So that's one <laughs> thing I can give them credit for. All right. So um, we'll start off at, let's say your household income is $80,000 a year before taxes. That comes down to $6,666 per month in household income before taxes. Um, at 30% of your household income, that puts you at a payment of about $2,000 per month. That means you could afford roughly a $233,000 home. You'll notice when I was giving those loan terms, the only thing I didn't say uh, was homeowner's insurance, how much the homeowner's insurance was going to be because we didn't use a percentage sure, for that. Sure. So for this example, for the $80,000 in income, I use $1,500 a year okay. for homeowner's insurance. Um, so I'll tell you what the homeowner's insurance is for each example. Now this is, so you'd be able to afford comfortably a $233,000 home. The bank will pre-approve you for a $340,000 loan. That's a payment of $2,866 a month compared to a payment of $2,000 a month. 
So there's a wide gap between the maximum allow, you know, mm-hmm. the maximum the bank would likely allow and what you can comfortably afford. So this is important for people to think about when they're... Yeah, you know, I mean, the bank doesn't care if you can live. All the bank cares about is getting their payment. Yeah, the bank just wants to make sure <laughs> you, you are going to be able to make your payment. Okay. They don't care if, you know, it's not their job to force you to be responsible. Right, a lot of right. local lenders will give you some of this advice, though. They, mm-hmm. They're not trying to just sell you the maximum. Yeah, they don't want to have to go through all... Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, even though you'll... You know, they have their numbers... and there's a reason for their maximum numbers. I mean, that's where you could still expect the person to be able to continue paying their mortgage payment. Right. But, um, you know, it's just leaving things a little thin for things like saving. You know, you want to be able to save for retirement. Sure. You want to be able to have know, something. Go out to eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, a couple times a month or something, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. So now let's look at a little higher income. We'll look at a $100,000 income, household income before taxes. So they're making uh, $8,333 per month. They would be able to afford a payment if we look at 30% of their monthly income of about $2,500 per month. And this means they'd be able to buy a home at about $290,000. The bank would qualify for them, them for a payment almost a thousand, about $1,000 more at $3,583 a month, which could buy you a $425,000 home. And for this example, I use $2,000 a year in homeowner's insurance. Okay. Okay. So now we're at a $1,000 gap between what the bank, the max of payment allowable by the bank and what you could comfortably, likely comfortably afford is going to be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we're, we're taking another step up in income. If your household income is $140,000 per year, that means you're making $11,666 per month. Um, based on the 30% rule, you could afford a $3,500 payment, uh, $3,500 a month payment on the house that could buy you about a $410,000 home in Grand Forks. A $410,000 home is pretty nice and comfortable. It's not like the most luxury home in town or anything, but But uh, it's above average for sure. It's above average. The average sale price in town is about at that 290 mark. So if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, you could comfortably afford what the average sale price, or if you're making a hundred thousand dollars per year, you could comfortably afford that. Um, average sale price in Grand Forks. Okay. So back to $140,000 in income, we said you could afford a $410,000 house, but you would qualify for a $598,000 house. Wow. And for this example, we did $2,500 in homeowner's insurance. So an even bigger gap. It's like a $1,500 gap in the, in the payment between what you could comfortably afford based on the 30% rule and what the bank's going to qualify you for. Okay. Um, next next income level is one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year in household income. Uh, they're making fourteen thousand one hundred sixty six dollars per month. They could qualify or they could comfortably afford a forty two hundred and fifty dollar a month house payment, which buys you about a four hundred ninety eight thousand dollar home. The bank's going to qualify them for a six thousand and ninety dollar house payment, which could buy a seven hundred twenty seven thousand dollar home. And for this, we use $3,000 a year for homeowner's insurance. Okay. Then the highest income level that, we're, uh, we, that we've got as an example here is $200,000 a year in household income, $16,666 a month in before-tax household income. They could afford comfortably a $5,000 a month house payment, uh, $586,000 purchase price. They would qualify for a $7,166 a month payment, uh, which could buy you an eight hundred fifty-five thousand dollars house. Wow! And the majority of people, especially you know, when you're talking one hundred forty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars in income, 
usually it's not their first home. And this is only considering putting $5,000 down. Mm -hmm. So if they had equity from a previous home or they had more cash they could put down, they'd be able to afford much more than this. But yeah, that at $200,000 a year in income, $7,166 a month house payment, $855,000 purchase price, $3,500 a month is what we use for that example for uh, homeowner's insurance. So you can see that gap is pretty wide between what you can comfortably afford. And especially if you're at a higher income level and you don't feel like you need that a gigantic house, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like something super luxury, it's a great financial move. That's where you might say, okay, well, um, I want to look at houses where uh, 30% of my income could cover uh, the payment on a 15-year loan. Sure. You know, that's yeah, you could yeah if you can even, swing it, I mean. Be even a little more frugal there. So if, if and not to be house poor, if you go and, and again, um, you're okay or, or, you know, they give you the go-ahead for whatever, 250000 or whatever, mm-hmm. are they going to tell you everything you just told me or is it better off to just use your realty expert and, and say, okay, look, Here's what the bank will give me. This is what I've qualified for. Yep. Help me out here, John. What am I really going to be looking at? So most really good local lenders will ask the person what um, what monthly payment they'd be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is, the, I like this because it's not trying to force them, you know, it's not trying to suggest that they max out what they right, can do. Right, right. You know, um, it. So I don't think it's very wise to max out what you can do unless you're at a very low income level. Or sure. Maybe you've got a big family, so mm-hmm. you're going to really need to stretch things as far as you can. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they, they're going to ask you what payment you're comfortable with. I've had people ask me about this kind of stuff. I put videos out about this kind of stuff. So um, I hope the information is reaching the consumers out there, the home buyers. Right. When people, when people ask me about it, this is what I share with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what it, basically what it means is uh, whatever your lender is 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 giving you the the go ahead for, there's still a lot more to think about. Yeah, and and like, yeah, just don't think you have to get close or be at that maximum amount. Mm-hmm. Right, it's right. It's good to know what the maximum amount you could go up to, especially if you're in an expensive market and or if you're low income. But um, otherwise, if you have a pretty strong income and you don't have crazy needs, like you don't have seven kids or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> it's a wise financial move to make sure you're not house poor, make sure you have plenty of money left over each month to start saving for retirement, you know, have that Mm -hmm. emergency fund. um, So you're not stretched too thin because that, you know, you, you don't want to have that sort of situation where you're stressed out about making your mortgage payment each month and where you'd have to be pinching pennies elsewhere just to, to live in a house that's maybe nicer and bigger than what you need. Right. Right. Wow. Um, Again, I learned some stuff yeah, today yeah now if somebody wants to find out more of about how not to be house poor and uh just get a hold of you realty expert john yep. Rodine, how do they do that man yeah 701-213-5428 is my cell phone number um you can call or text me there um check out my instagram page tiktok youtube uh facebook i'm on all the social media platforms where i'm going to be posting content like this that's designed to help home buyers potential home buyers home sellers homeowners uh giving out you know lots of great free information it's a good resource for local people who want to learn more about real estate all right and we'll have you in one more time on friday before you take off on your vacay yep i will see you friday all right there you go realty expert john brodine that's your berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast the wednesday edition he'll be back again in here at the same chair friday at 10